Welcome to the Chaos Plan, where the odds may not always be in your favor. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Chaos Plan. If you'd like to know more about the show and have an idea of kind of what's going on and where we're at in the world, visit our website where we are currently working on an online campaign guide, which you can find at www.theadventuringguild.com. And if you would like to join the show or become a sponsor and help us make this podcast better, visit our Patreon account. Just search for The Adventuring Guild or our website to find a link. And by subscribing and helping us out, you can not only join our Discord to hear our episodes live, you can also become a member of the show, get some awesome merch, and represent the guild. So thank you very much, and on with the show. All right, we are back uh, after that short break. Um, we are back and ready to go. Got ourselves some coffee and something else to... Uh, new on and drink in a couple of cases. So we are uh, going to continue with the Charity Street. Uh, we unfortunately lost Dandy along the way, but uh, he is reevaluating some of his life choices after seeing his life flash before his eyes uh, again uh, because of <laughs> actions that he took. Um, so we will go ahead and move on from there. So Dandy was ripped back through space-time and uh, back to Port City after nearly dying at the hands of that crazy magical elemental. So it is now down to just the four of us. What all would you guys like to go from here? Do you want to keep working your way up the coast? Or do you want to go from there and see what else you can find? You would know you kind of have a, a four-way branching type deal from here. You would have Kangport, which is the star uh, right down here on the map. I know, it's hard for you to see, Will, sorry. Um, so you have Kangport right here. You have the Sakura Dynasty kind of in the middle. You would have the Restmore Kingdom clear up here. And then you would have the Broren Kingdom right down here. So what you guys would know about these is the Broren Kingdom is a very hilly, very stereotypical medieval town. Um, not the best access to uh, water, not the best uh, building construction in the world, but they are a sprawling um, medieval town. The Sakura, uh, excuse me, the Sakuria Dynasty uh, located kind of in the middle is a very uh, Asian influence type uh, uh, location that is very agricultural in nature, puts a great amount of uh, emphasis on arts and magic, uh, that kind of thing. And you have Kang Port down here, which is kind of the main transport hub thing. And clear up at the top, and in uh, the Restmore Kingdom is very 100% Stormwind. If we're talking about that, it is like the high, um, 
the religious order of medieval everything. So from where you guys are, you can kind of branch out from there or circle around and hit them all, kind of whatever you want to do. So you know, Kingport is going to be the next biggest location that you hit. I think it wouldn't be a bad idea if we took a long rest. I... Well, has it been 24 hours of in-game time? Can we take another long rest? Oh, yeah. we only had a short rest. Yep, you guys can take a long rest whenever you need to. Uh-huh. So there's no limits on long rests. Yeah, there are in 5e. My DM just was... <laughs> just enforced it, unfortunately. Uh, you get one long rest within a 24-hour period. Yeah, I don't mess with that too much. I understand completely if the PCs are beating the shit and just need to sit down for a while and recover, I usually consider that a long rest. Beating um, the shit, hi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can live off a short rest, but I would not mind a long rest personally. Yeah, yeah and we have not taken one yet, lot. so. That's I did, but my long rests are only four hours. Yeah. I'm okay with you guys <clears throat> taking another. Like I said, this is a special circumstance. Normally you wouldn't power through this much in a single day. So this has been a pretty crazy, you know, normal game, for lack of a better term. Hey, well that helps a lot, because spell thoughts. Um, as a, uh, what you would call a cleric, I can prepare different spells for the day, can't I? Yes, you can choose your spells um, that you want to prepare. I'll go to take a look at my prepared spells. <laughs> Not a problem. So then you guys want to try and go to Kaban, the actual Empire location, uh, to take your long rest, or do you want to kind of camp out here on the mountaintop? Or somewhere else? Um, we're on a floating cloud. Yeah. We, we, we just lay down in the cloud, and yeah, that's where I can yeah. float. <laughs> that was what I thought <laughs> yeah. we were going to do, too. Not a problem. Everybody's able to sprawl out on the cloud and uh, take a long rest. Uh, the dial-up is absolutely killer with Magnus, so uh, Bob lays on his goodier side so that he's deaf to everything. It's only dial-up when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, but that's four hours. That's halfway through my nap, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I have children. I know how this works. Um, yeah. So, uh, four hours pass, and then Magnus is able to uh, reawaken and uh, kind of keep an eye on things. Um, so, Bob has got all of his abilities back now, luckily. I have full service! Yay! Everybody starts spam calling. Um, like, I, I don't even know my phone number yet. Like, good luck with that. <laughs> Random phone numbers. Just start dialing. So, uh... Alright, so then what would you guys like to do after completing your long rest? Do you want to head into the Kaban Empire itself, explore one of the outlying kingdoms, or head straight to Kangport, which is the bigger metropolis, port city equivalent? Um, looks like whatever the first option was. I like first option. It's the way to do it. Uh, the Kaban Empire. So you guys continue skirting uh, around the mountains. Uh, not necessarily going straight over the peaks or following the passages exactly, but you kind of weave your way through. And uh, you guys end up landing right outside the gates of Kaban. Um, if you try to go over the, the gates and whatnot, they will shoot you down. Uh, so you can see that there's a long line of travelers, inspections, and all that kind of stuff before people are able to enter. Uh, would you guys be okay with them searching everybody to make sure there's no contraband? 
Find contraband. Yeah, contraband would be uh, uh, magical weapons of mass destruction, um, for lack of a better term. So I think everybody's pretty much good because they don't have salts bound up in anything. This is so you, you kind of, sort of, but not. I'm glad I'm not playing court. I'm glad I'm not playing Clyde. <laughs> Very true. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I roll deception? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to disappear my book. Oh, that's right. Yes, it's your pack thing now. So yeah, it's just whoop it. Whoop. All right. It is whooped out of existence. Um, Bob. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Bob would just let them rifle through his bag. He doesn't have anything. Whatever. And uh, head on in. Does everybody else just head on in as well? He's, yeah, nice. All right, you guys head on in, and it is an immaculate city. I mean, even though it's got kind of the water running in the streets, which is pretty much full of detritus and stuff, it all runs through a central network of canals, and and you know which uh, wells have clean drinking water, which ones are gross uh, with the detritus water. Uh, the streets are basically trash-free. Even animals, like there's professional people that run around and scoop up poop after the animals. Like It is an absolutely immaculate, square, easy-to-navigate city. Everything has its place. So not Stormwind. Not Stormwind, no. <laughs> this one is not. This one is very Romanesque in nature. So what would you guys like to try and do? Do you want to investigate around? Do you want to... Um, try and interrogate some people with less uh, evil uh, ways, or what would you guys like to do? Uh, <laughs> I guess the investigator around is kind of my first pick because we've been following the trail of this magic shit for a while now. We don't need to put another stake down in this continent if I'm not mistaken. No. Uh, yeah, not in this kingdom region. Yeah. No. Alright, so you guys start wandering around. Go ahead and everybody give me perception checks as you're wandering. Mm-hmm. No. Not great. Uh, not oh, wait. Cherno, you still have the tainted blood potion, don't you? Um, possibly. At the gate, they would question as to why you would have blood of that that beast on your person. As a documenter and a cleric that records information and tracks it, I'm bringing it back to my temple for further study and for record keeping. Persuaded. Please, 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 please! I assist. Yes. Um, I assist. Okay, if I was gonna otherwise use my, uh... <laughs> I'm going to burn my inspiration on this. Yeah, I'm gonna 13. Yeah, we're going to burn inspiration. He's going to do it somehow. Exactly. You ever see me in my eyes? Trust me. Come on. Oh, yeah, I'm not even looking at the potion. I say, I want saw, man. <laughs> oh, that's much better. And so that's persuasion? Yeah, 21. He, uh, uh, I'm Magnus, with this. Yes, Magnus starts going into his story, and they're like, yeah, that's fine, we believe you. Just go. <laughs> they don't even know Magnus, and they know it's going to be a horrific story. <laughs> Uh, so it's brought a donkey and a honeycomb <laughs> and a broth. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so you are able to uh, get into the city with the potion, but you 100% realize the second you enter into the city that that kind of anything related to Kangor is not at all accepted in the city. Even Danderbin, had he actually entered into the city, would have been very suspect with all of those mutations that he had. Well, I guess only the one now, technically. But the mutation that he had on his person. Fair enough. 
So you guys wander around, as I said, it's very organized. There are uh, several directories as you're entering in on which districts are where, as only certain businesses and whatnot are able to set up in certain places. Uh, you would know that they do have a uh, kind of a, uh, not necessarily a place where you can meet the emperor himself, but where you can go to uh, give your grievances and they pass them on to the emperor and uh, you're able to locate where that is. Uh, they find the temples district very easily. They're all, all the temples are kind of in one spot. Same thing with the Mages Guild, Fighters Guild. They all have their own location within the city. So where would you guys want to go digging for information at? Being that uh, I am quite familiar with places similar to this, having spent time in both professional armies and as a mercenary, I would know that the best place to gather information in a place like this is down around the training yards. Where, where just like the, 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 the common soldiers are you know, just kind of doing their thing. <laughs> because it is, you know, they're going to be either complaining about having to do something that's stupid to them or just generally discussing you know, their, their orders. And so if you can get down in amongst them and just overhear their conversations or even, you know, in, for lack of a better word, endear yourself to them, that's probably your best bet at finding out what, without you know, having to go super spy into the hierarchy, it's a really good place to start for information. Okay. You head down to the training yards and you notice that their soldiers are like on top of things. Like it's it's not even uh, like the difference in their abilities compared to even half the adventure. Well, not that you would know the adventures, but like at meta terms, the adventures around Port City. Like these are all meta terms. Like level four, five fighters, and these are just the recruits. Like, these aren't just chumps. These are very well-trained soldiers and individuals, and all of their movements are coordinated and almost a little bit too coordinated. Like, they are on a tempo, just hammering out different drills, different everything, all 100% synced together. On a tempo. That is fishy to me. Like the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I say, that actually seems fishy to me. Because, or did you say fish? <laughs> I just, I'll just sit there and watch her go like, I mean, I like birds, don't get me wrong, but I can go for a fish. That doesn't seem right. Is it, is it fishy? <laughs> I know you don't have um, Arcana. This would be like technology equivalent of Arcana. So go ahead and add your proficiency bonus uh, to your intelligence check to figure out what the hell is currently happening. Magnus. It went from a 16 to an 8. So that would make it a a 10. A 10? You have seen similar movements like this in hive mind type creatures where all of them seem to work together at the same pace, all completely equal until they're not and then they're eradicated. Magnus, I know you've seen some weird things, but do you? Not the weirdest thing, it's just the weird. weirdest thing I've ever seen. You keep saying that. <laughs> but this is definitely, there's there's something not quite right going on here. And I'm 
even in professional militaries, soldiers have individuality. They will have... There are differences that you'll see just by nature of people being different, and they don't act like this. These guys, if you watch, the men in the front left, the men in the back right, are still perfectly in sync. Oh, yes, I noticed that. Yeah. You're right. And you notice that the variance in the height of the soldiers is all very, very close. Which is not right. Your voice is changing. <clears throat> I see soldiers, I am reminded of the time when I... You know, uh, you know how sometimes uh, you spend uh, a lot of time with other people and you start uh, adopting the mannerisms? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Scrambles is rowing out on him. No, I'm actually going through a regression. Scrambles walks up to Magnus and rubs his chin on the <laughs> I would rather you didn't. Whatever you do, don't touch my belly. I have no intention, dog. <laughs> Magnus. You'll do it. Magnus. Don't touch my belly. He goes on his back. <laughs> Whatever you do, Magnus. I'll walk Not over my belly. I'll walk over and just kind of make a lap of the parade ground. Madness! <laughs> you just lay in there yelling at him. You do a lap of the parade grounds, and as you get to the front where the commanding officer is, you know, making the crying or the call or whatever to get them to, to move from one thing to another, you notice that he's wearing a very, very strange, not necessarily an amulet, because this is... Okay, unfortunately we ended up having a bit of a cutout at that point for some reason, so what should be in this place is that the commander is wearing a breastplate that has a bit of an amulet on it, and it seems to be pulsing with an unknown energy, not necessarily a visual light or a sound, but it is something that little buddy, uh, Magnus's companion, is able to pick up on, and it communicates information that is not otherwise able to be communicated. So we will pick back up with where the audio kicked back in. Sorry, I just didn't hear it. I don't know. Um, yeah, so he is communicating in binary and he's just reading what's being, tra- or like listening to what's being transmitted. And it says, stab, recover, parry, turn, stab, recover, parry, turn, dodge, block, like going through the commands that are being transmitted as they are moving them. Or as they are all moving. Left, right, left. Yeah. So I will just, I will uh, walk up next to the, clearly the commanding officer. And I'll just, you know, take a crisp posture standing next to him and uh, just ask him, what OS is that thing running? <laughs> Mid-stab, all of a sudden, all of them stop, spear up, stand parade rest style. And then he turns to address you. Uh, OS? I roll for self. Okay. After shouting, don't you dare touch my belly! <laughs> so many <laughs> Okay. Say, so the, uh, your, 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 uh, your, your breastplate says, um, I am, uh, picking up a little interference off of it. 
this is standard issue for commanding officers within the Kibon Empire. Uh, all of our master smiths uh, create these, so you would want to talk to somebody in the smithing area to get any information off of these. Though I don't, I don't believe that your citizens here, so there's not much we can tell you. No worries. I, uh, I thank you for your information, and uh, it's 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 just more of a curiosity than anything. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed by your discipline. I've fought in a number of forces, and nothing ever this crisp. All right, and when you give them the compliment, they all, in unison, slam the butt of their spear down and go, Hoo! You know, just a that resonance out there. Can I roll an insight on that? Yeah, go ahead. Scrambles whispers to himself, Oh, I see this in the movie 300. <laughs> this is... Come on! Oh, oh, sorry. As you can see, it's acting up still. Uh... So that was perception or insight, which would you prefer? Uh, depends on what you want to do. Do you want to recognize something as off? Uh, then I would give you probably insight. Um, in which case, it's a 16. Alright, that was very, like, watching it perception-wise, their spears came all up at the exact same height, all down at the exact same height, all one sound. It wasn't like the, you know, when clapping, it sounds like multiple individual claps. This was all one yes, very loud boom. boom. Exactly. And same thing. And even the pitch, the intonation, the duration of the sound, this was all as if not like a, a, an illusion spell or something like yeah, that. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what I was about to say. Can I cast. Uh, do I have something? Just I don't have to deck magic. That'd be too handy. Um, <laughs> Why would you keep that spell around? Yeah. Ooh, I don't want to bring that. Um. Yeah, I guess I don't have anything. Trino wouldn't have a way to like. You can roll an arcana check if you want to try and identify what's going on. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Ooh, nine. And nine, you know a fair amount about charm spells and that kind of stuff, but you <laughs> can't really do. Yeah, but you even the most powerful charm spells that you know of don't have the ability to sync people up like that. You know, they, you can make people all do the same things, but to have perfect rhythm in everything they're doing, it's there isn't a magic that can do that that you know of. Something spooky. I'm gonna go visit the quartermaster. Okay. You head up and it's very easy to find. You get directions easily from the signpostings. Because before I go talk to the Smiths, I want to look at, see if I can't get a look at their standard issue armor. Yeah. Standard issue armor is very, very, uh, very, very standard. Yeah, um, it's uh, most of them wear the studded leather type, not necessarily studded leather, more like strips of metal over the leather, leather, um, the Roman style outfit. Um, but it doesn't seem to have any kind of receiver on it. I'm assuming that's what you're looking. I'm looking because I want to get the, the, the both the armor and the helmet. Yeah. They, they, they let you look at it thinking, you know, oh, maybe this guy wants to sign up. He's huge. You would be great. You know, so they give you the helmet. They give you the armor to look at. Um, they even find one that would fit you if you wanted to try it on kind of a thing. It's, you know, leather, pliable, movable, no wires, nothing that you can see. Um, very fine craftsmanship. It is, matter of fact. All plus two. Damn. Uh... 
Who's in charge of uh, making this equipment? Um, I'm not. I, I've outlived my time in the service, but I still do a little freelance work here and there. And so, in the market for I might might just be in the market for for an upgrade to my own gear. And this stuff looks like a pretty solid solid equipment. I wouldn't mind you know, maybe getting getting something from the guy who made this. All of the smiths, unfortunately, in the Kaban Empire only make armor and weapons for the Kaban Empire. Uh, if you want a more, uh, if you want civilian-style weaponry and armor, then you would need to go into the city. Uh, occasionally, when smiths are old enough where they aren't able to keep up with the Empire's needs, they, they start up their own business in the city. But, uh, unfortunately, the smiths that make this armor uh, are contracted exclusively for the Empire. That's good to know. Um, with that information, I will actually probably want to go into the city to talk to one of the retired smiths. Okay, yeah. You're very easily able to find the smithing district, the ringing of hammers, the smell of soot, uh, the smell of even tanning agent and whatnot with the leather leads you right to where all the craftsmen are. And uh, I'll, I'll find I'll find a guy that looks like he might have been working with the... Uh, with with the Imperial Guard recently, fairly recently, <laughs> and uh, just as I walk in, like a excuse me, sir, uh, you have a moment. He, he nods, and you can see he's got a crippled leg. Uh, looks like he took an arrow to the knee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looks like something happened to his leg, and so he's got a metal brace on it. But he's still got the large, broad arms of a smith, and uh, just isn't able to physically keep up with the campaign life. And so he's able to still get all that kind of work done. And you see that he, uh, you know, lets the bellows rest. He has his apprentice boy come over and pump the bellows while he's uh, talking to you. And he uh, works his way over. He says, "Oh, sorry. Yes. How how can I how can I help you?" Oh, uh, we were just uh, I was just out by the parade grounds watching the watching the drills this morning, and uh, I have to say I was I was quite impressed with what I saw. It's something to see the Empire all moving when one or moving to one beat of the Empire. And that was what got me. Say, I've I've been a fighter both in professional service and uh, freelance work for almost my entire life, and I've never seen anything like that. They say it's the spirit of the Emperor, you know, rushing through them and, and guiding their actions. It's really odd, when I was a smith with the Empire, even our hammer blows lined up in the smithies. Uh, the bellows all pumped at the same time. It was, it was astounding to get as much work as we did done, but unfortunately, I'm, I'm, now that I've struck out on my own, I, I seem to have lost some of that efficiency. Hmm. But if I take a look at your, your wares... Oh, yes, um, feel free. They're not as good as what the Empire provides, but it's it's what I can uh, provide for you. So I'll just give it, you know, give just a standard breastplate with once over, just to see how it compares to what I what what was down in the it's, actually in the quartermaster's office. Yeah, it's definitely high quality. It's not a plus two. It's probably a plus one, um, but you can still you can see that there's tool marks to it. Whereas the ones that were. Uh, in the quarters of the master's office, almost looked mass-produced. They were identical, down to the hammer markings, down to the tool markings, the the stitching on the leather. All the stitches were identical um, in size and, and in everything. Whereas this has got slight imperfections that 
don't make it any less quality, but that show that it's handmade. I appreciate that, that, uh, that, that kind of work. Um, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a, a handmade type guy myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Picturing what you look like, yeah, you are. <laughs> Technically, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even catch that until you laughed. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> um, how much is this breastplate? Uh, this breastplate, medium armor breastplate. Uh, this breastplate, well, no, because uh, this, are you looking at the light armor or the medium armor? Um, I've looked first at, uh, at light armor just because that's more my proficiency okay. light. Yeah, for uh, the same basic standard issue um, uh, outfit, but the ones that I can make. Uh, it, it's 95 gold pieces, um, so it's a little bit on the expensive side, but uh, it, it is very well made. I'll hand over 95 gold pieces to him. Alright, so it is plus one studded leather. Uh, he would help you make the adjustments over the next 20-30 minutes, um, and so it would be uh, 13 plus dex mod. I will hang on to that because... I'm gonna unfortunately lose the the uh, plus two that I have on my armor after the session is over. So pick <laughs> yep. that up beforehand. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take advantage. Of that. Oh, that's meta, damn dude. <laughs> oh. So while he's doing this, Charles yeah. going to play to his strengths. Okay. He's going to go investigate the courthouse, the records keeping. Maybe go see what kind of shipments they give in. Is it exactly the same amount at the exact same interval? Okay. Those kind of things. Looking for outliers in the perfection. Okay. You go to the main uh, complaint hall, I guess, where people address the representative of the emperor and whatnot, and there are four basic halls, and all of them are almost identical about the size of this room. One person goes in, complains to whatever, they have the defender, the plaintiff, whatever, there to speak their side, and then they go out a side door, and one of them is either uh, given the okay or arrested or whatever, you know, it's settled right then and there. All the law disputes go through four individuals that are representatives of the emperor. Um, So they are, since they're citizens of the emperor and not soldiers, there isn't that rhythm, but it is still brutal law. Did this person steal? Yes or no? And even the people that are the defendants would be like, yeah, I stole. Like, all right, take his hand. And that's just, boom, done. No complaining, no crying, no nothing, just done, done. It's brutal justice. You just see that turtle and I'm like, hmm. And so he's going to go look at trying, I guess, the shipment order, purchasing order kind of things. Because any city that this regulated is going to have a permit office, regulations office. Yes. Uh, You would go to, that would kind of be handled in the same area. Um, And you would be able to find all of the approved merchants who isn't, isn't allowed to bring goods into the city, what tax rates and tariffs are for the different ones. And you notice that within the empire, nothing is tariffed or taxed. If it's made in the empire, by the empire. It is solid. If it is in one of the other kingdoms within the Kang Islands, it has a low tax rate. If it comes from anywhere else in the Arcadia world, it has a fairly high tax rate. And it's all universal. It doesn't matter what the goods are from apples to swords. It's 
the same. And so where are they getting, the military getting all of their equipment? Is that inside? Yes, they all craft it inside. They import the raw material in, mostly from the Valorous Mines being the main mining everything in the entire region. And the Valorous family, you would know as a uh, somebody that studies the movers and shakers of the world, the Valorous family is kind of like the Blacklight family, kind of like the uh, Bronzebeard family. They are high roller families. They are important, well-known names throughout Arcadia. Okay. And Valorous is V-A-L-R-I-S. So bring war from Valorous Mines. Kate. Um, and what is the ordering like? Is it, we always get exactly the same amount, or? Yeah, uh, you notice that the amount of uh, weapons and armor are basically identical when a shipment is made, but those fluctuate depending on the number of recruits that actually make it. So if they order a hundred short swords, a hundred bucklers, a hundred pieces of armor, you know, it's that kind of grouping, but it may fluctuate depending on how many people come in and out. So standard issue, but not uh, identically increasing amount of recruits. Correct. Yeah, it varies quite a bit. And so that would be my little investigation. Okay. And then you said going down to the ships, or were you just checking on shipping? Shipping. Okay. Which is what I just thought. Gotcha. Alright. You have been stealthing this entire time. The Empire has yet to discover your location. You are in the trench, and all of the guns have been powered down. You have a single shot into the heat vent. No. He's taking a nap. (laughs) He's taking a nap. I dig it. What time of day is it? Uh, at this point, you guys took another long rest, or a long rest, and it was nighttime last time, so then it would be morning-ish, early afternoon at the very, very, or, or very, very latest. Sometime between probably 8 and noon. Right, so he is just waking up from his nap. And <laughs> getting ready to take his second nap. <laughs> exactly. Uh, He's going to stretch, find a comfier spot in the sun, and lay back down. <laughs> so it's a hard life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's our objective here? What are we looking for? What are we doing? There's something fishy with the, uh, fish. <laughs> there, is, <laughs> there is something odd about the military here. Everything is too perfect. Or it be right here. Alright, well, I'm going to... Go meet back up with Otter Even. Uh, Even. With Magnus. <laughs> okay. Alright, go meet back up with Magnus. So uh, you've, you've been shadowing him rooftop to rooftop, and you've seen him go into several stores, of which you weren't too interested in. He finally comes out of the one blacksmith with a fancy new set of armor. Actually, Bob, I would have also asked him if there was anything he could do for my actual oh. glaives. Okay. Just you know, like you know, I don't, I don't want to replace it, but you know, just wondering if there's anything you can do to just make it a little bit better. He looks at it and he says, "Well, if you're if you're planning to stay a day, uh, I could add a, a a point to the other end of it, so you could do uh, damage with the swing back. Uh, we could add." Uh, weight onto it so that it deals a little bit more of a punch, but it would be a little bit heavier. We could, um, uh, that, that's, I know the military itself can do a lot more with it. They've got some very fancy things they can do, but I'm a little bit limited on what I have access to for materials here. Um, it's hard for him to go up on an arm on the leg. He's down the leg. Yeah. <laughs> 
unfortunately, I'm on a bit of a time crunch, so I um, we're on a we're on a rather important mission, and uh, we've got we've got a deadline. But you know, if we get everything finished up the way that in in, in a way that works out for everyone, you can definitely count on me coming back. All right. He shakes your hand, and he doesn't have a business card or anything, but you know, tells you to come back this way when you're able. And I'll just click click click. Set some GPS coordinates to <laughs> he, he thinks you're like adjusting your hat or your sky. He, does, he doesn't pay much attention to it. That's fine. Thank, thank you for your uh, words of wisdom and, and your assistance and this wonderful new bit of protection. Alright. So then uh, you see, I'm assuming you leave them the blacksmith shop? Yep. Alright, you see him come out and he's holding it down off the roof. <laughs> On him, near him, right next to him. <laughs> and I'll just... Oh, he scrambles. <laughs> what you up to? Uh, I, I took a nap. What's wrong with my you? Uh, any chance you want to scratch my belly? <laughs> uh, not especially, but you know, hey, you knew you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I don't have to scratch my belly if you don't want to. Scratch my belly, I scratch your belly. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the deal with this town? What did you learn? Uh, I've learned that that it's it's not so much the entire city itself, but there's definitely something kind of in that, that central region there around the the, the the barracks and just the general area of the army housing itself. There's something janky going down there. You want to go check it out with me? I want to go check something out. Um, I, I think I think now is about the time I go really take a big chance and try to go to see what's going on with the, the actual Empire Smiths. Okay. Well, what's going on with the Empire Smiths? What do you want to check out? Awesome. I'm ready to do some sleuthing. I've got my cat's nap, as the kids say. <laughs> Look, looking, to, to go. looking to see A, how well they function, B, get a closer look at hopefully some of the officer's armor, and C, if all else fails, mostly just those fishy things. <laughs> if you want some officer's armor, perhaps I can go get you some. Take this box and put it over his head. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather try to not give him too much trouble. Yeah, we won't get into trouble. <laughs> Keep it right then. You are going to, or probably you are going to get receive a message from Cherno using the message phone, be like. So I might get us into trouble, but I'm trying something. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I stop mid sentence. I'm like. Uh, we won't get into that. <laughs> we should go find Cherno, and then we'll go check out the officer's armor. I get you some, and then we can go mess with the military and we'll see keep, with that. We'll keep the the you acquiring armor as an idea. <laughs> you told me you wanted to check out the officer's armor. I do want to check it out. Well, then let me go get you some. <laughs> It's a win-win situation. I get to sneak around, you get to look at the armor. Let's speak a little quick. Is this new? What is this? Uh, this Actually, this is still my old stuff. I got some new stuff, but it's going to take me a while. I see it in your uh, backpack, as the kids say. 
Well, I, I do. I do agree that we should probably go find Cherno. So let's go find Cherno. Let's they start off by some officers' armor and let's start off by going to find yeah. Cherno. So while they're trying to find me, I'm casting. I made my way to the soldiers. Mm-hmm. Since since we're all, or sorry, Whisper has it at sixty feet, or what is the message? Uh, 120 feet. Mm-hmm. So wherever I am, I'm probably somewhat near the end of that range. But I'm talking to a bunch of soldiers, okay. and I'm trying to see if I can enthrall them. Enthrall is you weave a distracting string of words, causing creatures of your choice that you can see within range and that can hear you to make a wisdom saving throw. Any creature that can't be charmed succeeds on the saving throw automatically. And if you or your companions are fighting a creature, it has advantage on the save. On a fail save, the target has disadvantage on the perception checks made to receive any creature other than you until the spell ends, which is after a minute, or until the creature can no longer hear you. The spell ends if you're incapacitated or can no longer speak. So I'm trying to distract them because if they are a hive mind, I can't. Not for the first group. Not for the second group. What's your DC? 12. Not for the third group. How many groups do you want to dread? All of them that can hear me. Okay. Alright, so here's where Bob rolls dice for the next hour. That's a six. You get a single soldier, a single new recruit. <laughs> and they're in the middle of drills and everybody is just insane Yeah, exactly. He stopped and gets run through. Um I'm pretty sure that, that usually based off of the descriptions that Bob has been giving us, this man is going to, his life is going to end. <laughs> so, no. everybody is doing everything at the exact same time, it's all in line and sync, and then all of a sudden, when they go to spin the spear and, and knock an enemy blade away, uh, he kind of stops halfway through, and everybody just kind of keeps going. And then after just a second, the officer looks, everybody parade rests, and this one soldier is looking around like, I, I, somebody called me, I, I, I heard something. And then the officer's just staring at him. Would you try to keep this enthrall going, or are you going to end it seeing this confusion happening? I want to see what happens. I want to know if they know what I'm talking to him about. So I'm going to be completely honest about why we're here. Like, no deception. We got stopped, and like, this is the story, huh? Like, we got stopped. We, there's a guy who stopped time and stopped everyone. Mana's exploded. We've been fighting these creatures that looks like they might be those of the souls. And like, I'm just keep going, because it says, yeah, we've been distracted string of words. Okay. Yeah, you're just, keep going. You're like, somebody, somebody's talking to me. Well, what's going on? I, I don't understand. All of a sudden, connection snaps as this officer does a salute and pounds that breastplate, and he just, boom, goes slack, stops, marches off the field. After he clears the field, everybody, boom, begins with practice, and that empty slot, everybody moves forward one and fills the brakes. Turn what are you talking about? You gonna try and follow him, or are you I'm gonna just, I'm just watching. I'm just watching this, and I'm like, so I'll kind of go back to them and just effectively relay that, but I was able to enthrall one 
guy out of everybody here. I did ten groups, so for whatever yeah. that's worth. How many are in each group? We're gonna say, what, three to five? Yeah, three to five. So, on average, it's like 450 oh, people here. <laughs> or no, sorry, 45. 40, yeah, 40, 30 to 50 individuals yeah. is who you bombarded. And only one, and I explained how it was working, but it's not like he even really recognized I was there. He just knew something pulled him out of sync, and then he went back into his robotic sync. No offense. And... <laughs> not a robot. <laughs> yeah, I robot. <laughs> and... I don't have to follow the three laws. Takes a step back. Jagnus, <laughs> <laughs> you want to scratch my belly or not? So you were saying? <laughs> and I'm, 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 you just, you just see this look. Uh, you can't see my face, but you can just tell that you're actively avoiding. No, no, just I am extremely disappointed in me. Yes. So he's not angry. He's just disappointed. Yeah, wait, that actually no, feeds into one of my. I have to find out. That feeds into one of my characteristics. Oh. Um, no, if I wasn't mistaken, I'd say that Magnus is a little disappointed in you. Do you want to scratch my belly? <laughs> oh, and yeah. Cherno, like, acknowledges it, and is like, you just don't know better. I just... <laughs> that, unfortunately, is one of his flaws. He's just like, I'm always right, even if you don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need your approval. Yeah, that's all. That's just what Cherno does. He's just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I started <laughs> sensing some hostility here. Would, it, would you like to scratch my belly? <laughs> I didn't make it in. Oh, Bob's still here. He, he doesn't want to take part, so he... he Bob, do you want to scratch my belly? It scratches the belly. <laughs> I want to make a as face. soon as you touch my belly, I just claw the shit out of you. This whole time, I know. I thought I was looking for too. Uh, I'm just asking: Was this revelation more than innocent man's life? That didn't cost him his life. He decided to walk away. Yeah, you think that's what happened? He's marching back towards the central barracks currently. See, you gonna follow him, or what are you guys gonna do? Yeah, if you guys want to follow him, I can just uh, <laughs> go do it to us. I can't. I'm bleeding. <laughs> like, so just based on on the information that I got from the officer and from all of the the you know it was just, just everything around <laughs> yeah. down here, variance is not tolerated at all. It's funny because they look like a variety of ants. Variants. Anyway, um. It seemed worth it. I needed to know if they could be. If it was truly of the bug mind, hive mind. You, uh, you, you said you got one to snap out of it, correct? Temporarily. So what if we uh, like cut one off from the group and then snapped him out of his uh, mentality, as you, as you said, and then we interrogate him? I can make biscuits on him. Um, I'll, I'll just say... Odds are, if what's going on is what I think is going on, none of the none of the rank and file are going to have any clue what's going on. Are you guys just standing out in the open talking? I not, not like so much out in the open. I mean, I would have we would have probably moved off to the side a little bit. Yeah, so maybe out of everyone's way. maybe we get like Turnos intentionally staying out to see if someone talks to him about what he talks to the other guy about. A group of four soldiers, and there's one captain in this group, you can tell with the breastplate, and the other three are rank and file, all come up and say, 
Uh, I apologize for this, but unfortunately there has been an incident in a training ground uh, very near here, and we need to move any non-civilians out of the area until a cause can be uh, figured out. Uh, Wouldn't that just be all of them? You said any non-civilians. Oh, well, not them, but yes, any non-Empire, uh, not any non-empire citizens need to uh, please remove themselves from this area. We have a dining hall that you are welcome to wait at until we get this figured out. Chris, and I'll start walking away. So what are you doing? I quickly look at both of you, and I wink, and then I look at the captain and I say, Captain, well, thank God they're here. Why, why did you just wink at them? I did not get it. <laughs> you, you've got to come with me. There is a woman in trouble in this back alley. You must come with me. Send your men on their way. You must follow me now. Uh, if there's I trouble in her action. With at my inspiration. No. Oh. <laughs> <So>, Eleven. <laughs> The captain says, I appreciate the concern. I will go ahead and call for backup. You guys can head on down your way. And he goes, no, don't worry, that. You must follow me. That's fine. I will follow you. Send, send your men uh, to go get the backup. They'll be coming with me. It's regulation. We travel in groups of four at the minimum. Okay, follow me. <laughs> they follow you into the alley. I run ahead of them. And then go into stealth before they get into the alley. <laughs> okay. You duck around the corner as they're marching down. Oh, that is a 21 stealth. Okay. I'm going to cast a message and be like, oh. You do it. You duck around the corner real quick, hide in kind of a little nook, and uh, the captain stops. Huh? He's hiding in a box. In a box. Oh, are you hiding in your box? The invisible box? Or are you? No, I'm on the roof. Okay. All right. Uh, he comes around the corner, and right underneath where you're currently hiding, he looks up, says, nothing to worry about, it seems, turns around, and they march back out. Yeah, I popped down next to you guys, and I'm like, that didn't work. I had an idea, and it seemed like a good idea in my head. All right, what's your idea? <laughs> we both tried ours. I never said I had a plan yet. And he's already walking to the dining hall. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying. I'm trying not to draw attention to myself. Does, yeah. it, does the captain come back? He went back out the alley. So if you would have dropped next to Cherno where he was standing, the captain would be waiting for Cherno and escorting him that way. Oh, captain! I'm so sorry. I meant it was down this alleyway. You <laughs> 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 <Yes>, follow me. Leave <laughs> <laughs> your guards here. No persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> shakes his head and he says, no. He shakes his head and he says, uh, unfortunately, due to uh, the crying wolf, uh, we will no longer be taking reports from you. Thank you. Wolf? Where? <laughs> yes. Due, due to too many falsified reports uh, made by your person. There's no uh, falsified we reports. I mean, <laughs> <just, you know, laughs> should have been using deception. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> 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 oh, God. So, yeah, I try to kind of walk and follow behind them. All right, you guys follow. There is a a longhouse kind of style building with three long picnic tables in it. All these benches. Food is very methodically brought out, scooped. Everybody's sitting eating. Uh, it's not necessarily like a soup kitchen or anything like that, but basically along the same lines. Yeah. 
It's very standardized type food. It is like a plain chicken breast, maybe a little bit of seasoning on it, and some root vegetables, and and that kind of stuff. Like very, very standardized food. Uh, you just described my me- meals for like the last month. <laughs> Did you say uh, chicken breast? Yes. Oh. <laughs> the parades. <laughs> <laughs> a um, nature or survival check if you want to see if it's clean. Scrambles is currently walking around on all fours in a circle <laughs> around Magnus's feet, looking at that. <laughs> that extremely is extremely oddly. That is an eighteen nature. Yeah, you're ninety nine point nine percent sure it's totally safe to eat. That's what I do, nature. <laughs> Magnus, I can tell. You're even ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure. Ticket, my man. I feel like it's. He's got his own tray sitting there. He just wants your food. I'm just. I'm, I'm sitting there just. Can, can piece. A bit bland, but. I'm pretty sure that it's military acceptable. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> it's military. I guess for no what military it was very you, big deal with yeah, firearms. So yeah, they are a very military style so yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna brazen it a little bit more. Can I slide of hand and try to <laughs> take it I'm rolling for this. He's literally watching you do it. So disadvantage is what you're saying. Okay, disadvantage. Uh, uh, you would have advantage, um, Magnus. And Cherno, if you're watching this, you would be able to spot it. Too. With disadvantage, that's a 21. If I didn't have a minus one to wisdom, I'd actually probably be just about fine. I watch you do it, but you do not make I'm not happy. I take a bite and then put it back. Oh, this is cooked. <laughs> they ruined it. I just had my chicken too. I it's cooked. They ruined it. I could have told you it was cooked from the beginning. He's got his own tray that he would have picked up. He just wanted your food. <laughs> so I'll just take his chicken. Not even sleight of hand. I just <laughs> stab it with my fork. Give him mine. <laughs> just go back. All you see, all you see is my tail just sticking straight up, walking around the table. <laughs> so bad. Uh, great. All right. So then, after about an hour or so, um, some sort of military officer says. Uh, I guess I didn't name that spite of the district. The training uh, district in the town is uh, currently back open for uh, non-military members to enter if they so wish. But any other further disturbances will result in an additional quarantine and leaves. We were quarantined? Well, they quarantined that area to figure out what the anomaly was. Um... Charles was going to keep his head down. <laughs> I have no idea what was happening. See, you see Charles? His flame visibly dill. Just a uh, Scrambles walks up and rubs his chin on the side of Cherno. <laughs> What's up, <laughs> Welcome down to the cool kids level. <laughs> okay. So then, are you guys going to go investigate some more? Or would you try and find that guy that walked away? Or what do you want to try and do? I've already, I, he, as soon as I saw him walking off the parking grounds, I knew there's, I, I basically just consigned the two, yep, he's done, so, <laughs> um, I don't want to do it. Damn it. Hey, Magnus. Magnus. scratch the shit out of your face. Magnus. What is Bob doing? <laughs> Bob is just tending to his wounds. Where's the recruiting officer? 
uh, recruiting officer. I would say it would probably be in that same training area. Oh, unless the recruiting officer <laughs> over that same training area. Over the dinner, I've explained to you the numbers of like how the numbers are consistent for armor versus that, so everything's standardized. I'm sure you knew, but then the numbers of recruits per week. Or were the numbers low or were they high? They varied. But what you found a little bit odd is there were not like um, 100 recruits and there were not like 75 swords and 25 spears. It was 100 recruits, 100 sword swords, 100 spears, 100. Like they are identical soldiers. There is no diverse anything within the military. They are all 100% identical. So I communicated this to you. With like his recordings, because it takes me an action to record any document, so I would just copy their letter. He's a cannon, just printer, just me, me, me. It's done. You go to turn a page, and it kind of dog ears, like shit jammed. So you got to pull um, the paper out, fold it, 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 put it back. Done. Doesn't surprise <laughs> me. I'm gonna go to the recruiting officer. Alright, you find him in the training yard, you see there's a whole line of young men waiting to uh, enlist in the military, just right there waiting in line. But they're moving through pretty quick. They all seem to have to sub into the jolly though. <clears throat> I mean, there's they're all rank and file, you know, trying to make a good impression, but they still have quirks where, like, they'll shift hips, you know, when they're standing, they'll do nervous habits, like, you know, rubbing their back of their neck, you know, scratching their nose, cracking their neck, joints, whatever. They still have people about them. Sweet. Take a little cord. Plug it inside my head from little buddy. <laughs> and just the weirdest earphone jack of all time. It's, it's actually like, like behind my ear. And I'll just, uh, it's kind of jacked. Yeah. Basically, and, and we'll just we'll just we'll just we'll just roll a little bit of like like you know background noise, just to kind of make my brain a little bit fuzzy. Okay, and I'll get in line. All right, you get in line, you wait. All these soldiers go through the recruits. Um, you finally make it up, or do you, I I guess you would probably be listening to what they're saying to the guys ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So um, you're listening, and they say, oh, the first part is that you'll be taken to a special training camp where you will be away from your families for two months. You need to make uh, plans accordingly. Once you return, we'll be living in the barracks, and family that you have left behind will be taken care of. And after 20 years of service, you will be allowed to retire from the military. Though you will still be in our employ, you will no longer be a rank and file. You know, the... The standard type stuff, but the big thing that you get is you are 100% isolated from any previous family or anything like that for the first two months of service, and after that, you don't live within the city, you live within the base, basically. I wonder what is training camp is. When I showed up in the records at all, where all the weapons and everything are going, 100% secret. As I get kind of towards the Knowing that I don't have time for the for, for what my original plan was, I'll slide out of line and just tell the guys I I don't know exactly what's happening, but I think I know where it's happening. Ish. So I'll just be like, alright, Mr. Bureaucrat, I need information. I need to know where they treat these kids. You're Mr. Bureaucrat. Oh that's right. <laughs> He's picking a fight right there in the middle of the city. Magnus, that's not hey, incorrect. Um, <laughs> Yeah, speaking the common elements of documents are there like tax collectors and record keepers. Yeah, that's not an inaccurate way to refer to them. So let's fight for us. That's just truth. Um, I'll be like, first things first. 
I need access to some parchment, some pens, and someplace quiet. Yep. You would. You need parchment and pens. Just point me in the direction. I'll go get them. <laughs> I, I I have some. We're okay on that part. I just want the place quiet. But if you need a quiet place, I can't tell. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a box. <laughs> <laughs> I have put. <laughs> I got the box. Okay, because I believe I have access. Yes, level one. Two item contracts. I'm going to put that vial of blood into a piece of paper. That's actually a very fantastic idea. You put that into a. How long does it take to do? An hour or something like that? Um. Same minor incantation to release it. it just as starting at level one, you can make. Item contracts by literally infusing the item itself into a contract. Okay. When you do that, you notice that the paper kind of has a weird, not like a smudge on it, but almost as if the ink runs a little bit where the thing is. So you think the duration isn't going to be as long as probably what it should be, but it'll it'll stay in that item contract form for a good week before you have to worry about pulling it out and putting it in a new one. Like anything else we need to make a little bit more discreet. Catman. <laughs> not an item. <laughs> hey, I can be discreet. But you're not an item. <laughs> Maybe a <laughs> but not an item. What? They haven't given me any grief about anything that I'm carrying, so no. Okay. No other possible sort of contraband, Mr. Raven Mass? Hope yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, believe it or not, I'm clean. Us all? I am clean, 100%. Okay, I'm gonna double check I am. One moment. Um, I'll just kind of quietly go off and make a couple more that we're not going to discuss at the moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have some other goods I don't need everyone finding. Um, <laughs> so now they're just paper. Contracts. And so then I'm going to go... I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to try and do a lawyering check or a bureaucrat role. Okay. Uh, so trying to get information from... I'm trying to glean information from their records. So not the people, but the papers they keep. Usually there's somebody writes something, or it might be secret here, here, and here, but it's not here, things like that. All right, go ahead then and roll me an investigation check. Okay. And if you have a good, you know, two or three hours to do it in, I will give you advantage. Do we? Do I have that kind of time? I mean, we're limited to 24 hours real time, but, you know, you've got plenty of time. Okay, we are going to do that. We'll do the truly random night. Nat 20! <laughs> yes. Yes, alright. You find that all of these recruits are listed as joining, but they don't go anywhere. There is no trip. There is no wagons. There is no marching. There is just... They all end up going in for routine inspections, for, um, uh, for like, health checks, for physical fitness tests, uh, and then they end up getting assigned into a barracks. And for two months, they don't seem to leave the barracks. All right. And food, what about food quantities, stuff like that? Just barely anything. The, the food doesn't seem to increase when new recruits show up. The only thing that seems to increase is uh, water a little bit and uh, like flour, bread type mixture, you know, flour, that kind of stuff. But no real 
food. So yeah, I'll communicate that to all of you. And I'm sorry, I'm just so happy because that's like the joke that all of the different yeah. league monsters are playing like lawyers and businessmen kind of game. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that you do notice that's a little bit weird is there is a single captain officer that is assigned to the entire batch of recruits, regardless of if it's 10, 100, 200. Uh, not, probably not 200, that would be a ridiculous recruit size. But anywhere between 10 and, let's go, 50 or 60. One single officer for each batch. So, yeah, I just passed it all on. <laughs> and I make note of it, including exactly how I found that information and what led me to that conclusion. The latest batch of recruits would have arrived a month ago. So, one of the barracks is still full of recruits that have not left. Finished. Yeah. You don't have any assignment reports, any duty reports, any anything. They're just... They were assigned, they were uh, inscripted, and that was it. I feel like, as much as I'd like to do, just ask that I'm probably already under pretty close scrutiny. So I'll, I'll, I'll look over Scrambles. Yes, Magnus. You want to be a sneaky boy? <laughs> oh, sneaky boy's my little name. <laughs> they call me Scramble Sneaky Boy Through the Trees. <laughs> Actually, that only makes sense. It does. <laughs> Alright, I need you to sneakily scramble through the barracks and look for people who are acting not the same as everyone else. I can do that. Alright, so you're going to leave immediately or do you want to wait till nightfall? It would still be a ways off. And I... How long until uh, nightfall? Probably four hours or so. Four or five hours? Because uh, you, uh, you guys ate lunch, basically, in that barracks thing, and then you spent about three hours going through documents, so it would be about three hours. I know, uh, I know we're on a sort of a uh, time crunch. Do you think we can wait until nightfall, or should I just go now? How comfortable are you with going now? Well, what I could do is I have this, uh, this box. I can set it up. At an empty point in the barracks, it turns invisible, and I can just watch and see what is going on around me. I'm picturing this invisible solid snake That's thing where like you got it upside down, and there's just these two furry paws that are <laughs> forward. Or I could just sneak in. You would know that the barracks are set up very kind of apartment or dorm style where they're large rectangular buildings with 8 to 10 windows on each side with a hallway window and 8 to 10 windows on the other side and between 3 and 6 floors pretty average for their size okay so I got I'll sneak in I'll look for somebody that stands out and if I don't find anybody that stands out I'll just burn the motherfucker down. Uh, we don't need to burn the place down. Well, it, it's a diversion. <laughs> it's a diversion. It, you know, it, I, I didn't have a diversion. Just every, everybody <laughs> will rush to the thing, and when they're all doing their best to uh, put the uh, fire out, that would make it easier to see something that stands out. So, so like, if all else fails, you know what I mean? 
Dude, all those fails burn the building down. So Cherno's going to try and this is what I do. Cherno's going to scout the Zebador. Cherno's going to be like, I can handle the burning down with the flame. No, I've got Alchemist Fire. I've got like two bottles. I just rolled a deception and it was a nat one. So you're going to be, it's going to be very obvious I have no intent. Yes. Or are you signaling somebody? We don't need an immersion yet. But that's, that's what I'm saying. It's a, the, if we uh, need fantasy. an immersion, we have ways of diverting people that don't involve potential loss of life. <laughs> but they're not our friends, I mean. Nobody dies. But they're not our enemies either. Well, I mean, they kind of are. Are they, though? When they don't like us, <laughs> we stick out. We are not the, uh, how do you say, hype mode. Exactly. And I'm trying to figure out why there is a hive line. Well, yeah, so am I. But that's what I'm saying. If I can't figure it out inside, I'll just burn the motherfucker out. How? We'll find somebody that gets out. So how the fuck are you feeling? Me? Yes. <laughs> Looking at that little plus zero in the stat? No, actually, I, I have a plus one to my charisma. But that, but but deception goes very much against Magnus's nature. More what I'm thinking is I could cast a minor illusion to make you look like a commander or a brand new recruit. But how about we uh, kidnap an officer, we knock his ass out, no more we take, his, we take his armor off of him, and then I throw Alchemist Fire on him, yeah? <laughs> look, just how am I not the pyro in this group? I know that's exactly what I'm Run through the barracks, look for anyone. Wait, you, you say run, I can't run sneakily. Okay, so quiet scramble. Yeah. Quiet scramble. Quiet scramble to <laughs> look for anything exactly. out of the okay. Look for anyone out of the ordinary. And if you happen upon, you know, perhaps an unlocked officer's room door. Okay. Well, if I'm going to do this in the daytime, I need the two of you to create the diversion. I can handle that. Because <laughs> that, that way I'll have advantage on the stealth roll. I've got another massive diversion that I'm toying around with the idea of uh, throwing out. Just got a massive diversion. Dude. Not that we don't have just one viewer. I don't care. Rhino gets to enjoy that. No. He's not one viewer. Well, I don't think... If you actually click on the viewers, we do have a couple more, but they're mostly us. That's funny. Yeah. I'm so, sorry. on the count of three, I'll just... No, and I'm just gonna have I'm just gonna have little buddy just sound out this massive burst of just static white noise. Oh god, okay. It's just Alright. He scared the cat when you did that and he jumped and Hold the phone! No, it's a thirteen. Can we help? Can I help? With the distraction, I will give you advantage on the stealth if you're running the opposite. That was no advantage. Huh? That was That was What did you roll? 13? Oh. Bob would let you take a pull off of the flask of good luck, so you can add a d4 to that. Not that one. (laughs) I don't know about this one either. Pick the one that's all fours on all sides. (laughs) If this doesn't work... So, Bob, fourteen. I'm just gonna go ahead and, and spend my ten ten dollars to uh, take over his DM for a minute. <laughs> All right, and I'm gonna say that that static burst rattled 
everyone in the in, in, in the general vicinity so much that they are just like cringing in pain. Okay. And are completely oblivious to everything going on around them to give him time to actually get into the barracks. Okay, you have 30 seconds left. <laughs> and that's really all I wanted to do. <laughs> okay. I'm in the uh, barracks. You're still the DM. You can roll the stealth. I'm in, I'm in the barracks. I'm going to stealth inside. That is a 25. They rolled a 10 plus whatever bonus is for perception, so they're completely not seeing what's going on. You have unlimited access Done. to the barracks for the next they are super distracted. You have all of that right. stealth. You're inside. Fifty rounds. Like, Fifty like rounds. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're inside. I will honor most of that with uh, most of that. <laughs> you're not getting five goddamn minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Arbitrary number that I just threw out to find out. You see, this is where you need accelerate. Accelerate has a movement of 725 I'm pretty feet. sure if you had to take corners that tight, you would slam into the wall and be putty. No, he has the accelerate through a solid object's ability. That is right. Just literally that. in and out. <laughs> That's funny. Alright, so you're inside the barracks, you're looking around, you've got that high stealth score, everybody is distracted. <laughs> I needed that though. I will go ahead. There are six floors in this building, so I will roll one perception check per floor. floor. And you had 17, right? 25. 25. Apparently, I'm drinking all the coffee. Highest there was a 19. I don't drink coffee, so. Highest there was 20, so you still made it on both of them. So, you're searching around. Uh, There's coffee pots in pretty much every room. You're welcome to grab one out of whatever. It's just pooping. Oh no! It's just borderline, it's okay. Okay. Um, you go through the first floor, and the first floor is a very stereotypical barracks. Most of them are empty. There's foot lockers at the end of each of them. The beds are disgustingly uncomfortable, and all the sheets are the exact same color, all immaculately made. You know, very standard barracks. Nothing of note on the first floor. Second floor, same thing. Third floor, it seems like they do it in shifts. So the third floor, everybody's asleep in there. Like, passed out 100%. Not a single person awake on that whole floor. Fourth floor, exact same thing. Every last person is asleep. You go to go up to the fifth floor, it's locked. And she rattled the door. And then I have these doors. Go ahead and roll. What is that? Just a... Slide of hand. Slide of hand. That's a 19. Click open the lock. Open the door. We already rolled. Your stealth check is fine. You look in. You hear footsteps in the hall. And you didn't hear any other footprints, either footsteps. Either everybody was asleep or they were empty. And you hear a single set of footprints walking up and down that hallway. You also get this kind of fuzzy, screechy type noise in your head, and you really, like, you, you need to be working out. You need to be um, lifting weights. You need to be exercising. You, you've got to get fit. You don't have very much time. You've only got a month left, and you've got to be. Swole, huh? Swole! He's on! I don't like this. You gonna go further in? Curious how far you can That's what I'm here to do. Alright, curious how far you can get in before you have to make a wisdom saving throw. That's so am I. You step into the first step and you make a wisdom saving throw. It's like, I'm like, this is uh, charming. Okay. Guess who's getting That's a nine. That's a nine. Excuse me. Um, you all of a sudden, you know you've got to get fit. And what better way of getting fit than running? (laughs) 
you tear down that hall. I scramble. You scramble <laughs> down that hall. <laughs> all four legs, not just two. Scramble down that hall, and all of a sudden the footprints, footsteps stop in a, like a hallway next door or something like that, like not the same hallway you're in. And it stops. Everything kind of stops. You regain your senses. And you're like, oh shit. You know you've been heard, but you haven't been spotted yet. What do you want to do? I'm bonus action hide. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, 23. Okay. You make it right around the corner. You hide underneath one of the beds. The foot locker is in front of you, so they can't see you as this officer comes walking up and looks down the hall and looks in each room. Nothing. And then that screeching starts up again. I need another wisdom saving throw. <laughs> you got this. You got this. Nine. You got this. Completely lied to you. You know what? There's a guy in the bed right above you. This bed is a solid bed. Bench press this. Give me a strength check. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Your nails sink into the bed, and you just get your nails caught, and you're trying to pull them out. But luckily, it doesn't make enough noise, so the officer doesn't realize what's going on. And he continues to walk down the hall. He gets all the way to the end of the hall. It starts to fade a little bit. It's been about a minute, minute and a half. Go ahead and repeat your saving throw. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Three. <laughs> Three. 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 No will for this at all. Fucking <laughs> wisdom. My dice hate me right now. You, you, you know that the bed is going to be too heavy to lift with that guy in it. But you know what? Another really easy way to get fit and get swole. Fight. Oh my god, he's You jump up, tear down the hall, you know that guy is there, and he's probably the biggest, swollest guy there. You go to swing a punch at him, you have advantage on the attack roll, because he is not paying attention at all. Everybody will have out. to punch. Uh, you would attack him. Okay. But not like, you You would use something that would be physically... Like it's giving me advantage, that means it's a You have sneak attack. attack. Yes, you have sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice twenty. Rather than doing the normal stabby type damage, you hit him with the butt of the blade or the butt of the dagger, or is it a sword? So a razor. That's right. Yeah, a you hit him with the backside of the, the the handle, and it catches him right in the temple, and poof, he falls to the ground unconscious. Hey, I found your armor. <laughs> when that happens, the buzzing quits. That's right. Uh-huh. I strip his arm, right? Okay, as you're trying to get the buckles and everything off, because it's a little bit complicated, you hear lots of noises of people standing up out of beds, and lots of confused noises. Are they all and the same time? Hmm? All getting up about the exact same time. There's lots of same I'm like, oh, like, no. Like all around me or? All around you, everybody in this hall is slowly getting up, not at the same time, but everybody is, is getting up all about the same time, but in their own own way. What would it take for me to grab this unconscious dude by the neck with my jaw and drag him to the hallway like I just, like I'm a cheetah that just killed a fucking gazelle? Liar? <laughs> yeah, I would say that's a strength check, 100% strength check. Because you can't get this armor off in time. It takes a full five minutes to doff a set of medium armor. I just realized you have so many of these now. Yeah. So if I write all the way through this... this Go for it. Take game. as many as you like. 
Just those are all the extras I ended up with. Then I rolled that one because it was just a 20. <laughs> and the chances of that happening again are very slim. I don't want to roll this one because it was very high. <laughs> You're pretty limited. This one. I haven't rolled this one in a while. And a one. Eight. Eight. <laughs> you start dragging him out. And you notice that, you know, you get him down to that first step, and then you're like, oh, I don't think I can control this all the way down the stairs. He's awful heavy. You want to try and pull him a little bit further and possibly lose control and have him go face first down all four flights of stairs? If he dies, the wind he dies. Okay. <laughs> Give, me a Drago. Give me another strength check. It will break him. <laughs> Just off, yes. Another fucking eight! It was a goddamn twenty and it flipped over. <laughs> <laughs> With that last clink, it's enough of a jar that your teeth lose their grip and he goes clank, 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 bang, clatter, clank, clank, that you guys hear outside. Uh-oh. It's that loud as this medium armored breastplate just gets beat to hell like some kid took a baseball bat to the car. Turn on telling him to at the Use your, use your little message nonsense telling him to meet us at the end. We are leaving. <laughs> so I go, um, ro- mean roll-up then says we're leaving because of noises. <laughs> you hear all sorts of marching also coming towards the And I also and just kind of replay, like, yeah, and the barracks is mobilizing. The door, the door to the stairway is an exit-leading door, and you see the crumpled body of the guy laying there <sighs> on the floor. He's now dead. Um, I, I roll I for point stealth. And I roll for enthralls, so that no one can notice anyone but me. Okay. Wait, you might get advantage on your stealth roll. Yeah, if you're still hiding in the building, you have advantage. Okay, because that's I'm very trying, good. Because I'm trying to enthrall them Ooh. so they can't notice you. Okay, well, that is a 26 for stealth, and what I do is I just start climbing up the fucking wall, and I latch onto the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of <laughs> Trampling over the dead body of their fallen commanding officer. (laughs) The way to do it. You notice that the armor is pretty beat to hell, and that mantle is now broken, laying next to the armor. I mean, I'm not there yet. Oh, okay, you're not there yet. I'm waiting for them all to pass. They all all pass, and they see Cherno there, and they're like, what's going on here? You're not supposed to... Oh, I guess they wouldn't. The recruits are like, what's going on? Are we supposed to be training? And I'm going to go for the biggest deception roll of my life while I, in my head, make up what the hell I'm not. Hang on, if I haven't left yet, um, actually, let me take care of this. Recruits! (laughs) We have a severe emergency going on here. We have an intruder and not these barracks, but those barracks are... (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere but here, barracks. (laughs) And so we need to mobilize ASAP to detain and and, uh, bring this... uh, Interloper to justice. Okay, go ahead and roll the check. Persuasion. And if you want to assist him, Cherno, because you're kind of doing your distracting thing, you can assist. I just Bob, that's an 18. Yeah, my assist did nothing. Don't, don't worry about it. All right, with an 18, <laughs> most of the newbies are like, oh, okay, and they kind of do the half-hearted salute, not really knowing what they're doing. And they're marching, and they're kind of in time, but not not quite there. Oh, look, double time, soldiers! <laughs> yeah, they call us. They're no longer worried about being in time. They run to the next set of barracks. You hear the marching coming up, and since you're there now, uh, you see the armor and the soldier there, and that little mantle thing is laying crumpled up. I'll go pick it up. You pick it up, static, and the little buddy is not having it. 
Hmm. Is that the same uh, officer with the armor that I? Yeah, the one that you threw down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I drop down and just like pounce right on top of him and grab him by the neck and start dragging. I'm gonna <laughs> lean down and get a closer look without actually picking it up because I'm not gonna. There's some very intricate circuitry here, but not standard circuitry where there's wires going to different boards and that kind of stuff. This almost looks like. It's, it's kind of a magical line that's going between these operating pieces. So it's almost as if magic is what is making this this electronic transmitter transmit. Can I do an arcana check of that? Yeah, cool. Okay. And you can do the same kind of check if you would like. Uh, not arcana, but the technology version of it. Take yeah. that bad voodoo up. Uh, that's a 14. 14, you are 99% sure that this is some version of like a radio communicator, and the frequency that it, when you kind of touch it, it buzzes. Like a really low buzz, almost like a super low tone, subliminal type thing. Um, so if I reach out with my right hand, that's my normal hand, so I'll try to bring it up with my left hand. Little Buddy doesn't like it, but it's not doing anything to your sight. The metal of your arm is kind of transmitting it as opposed to the body that is absorbing it. So as I, as I look it over, does it look like there's, you know, short of destroying it, I've been stealing, like, it, it, I'm looking for a USB port on this thing, Bob. I would say that if you had ten minutes to sit down and kind of just hold it about between both flesh and metal, you would be able to gain a little bit of understanding on what the message is with Little Buddy's help. <sighs> Sorry, Little Buddy. I'm going to stick this in my bag and uh, head to a private corner where I can sit down for ten minutes and just work, give it a working over. Alright, sure enough, go ahead real quick. We'll take a break here in just a minute uh, for smoke and all that kind of stuff. So, go ahead and roll me real quick a history check. Alright. Mm. Hey, Magnus, I told you to get that off before you. <laughs> hey, one thing you should know, though. You're 99% sure choice. this is Magitech, and in most countries, cities, stuff like this, you're caught with it, you are burned with the state. There is zero coming back from Magitech. You it is not something that people frown upon. One thing Port City and King Port would be liberal enough that it would probably be frowned upon, but you're not going to be killed for it. In any other... What, what about the uh, Fireport? Fireport, probably not. Fireport with Belagos's reign, Magitek being so misunderstood about how it works and not being controllable by the magic of dragons, it would 100% be banned. Period. Done. So I'm, I'm going to just communicate with every outside um, being that the moment this needs to leave your hands, I am putting it in a contract because we will be marked on site for this. Okay. <laughs> like, alright, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break then, folks, and we will be right back. See Before we ever see Turner, yes. I have got to tell my two buddies here, you guys, when I was in the barracks, when this guy was walking by me, I felt like an intense urge to just work out. <laughs> work out! It was almost like Mind control. Can I do a nature check? It was like a static yeah. buzzing in my head that compelled me to work my body. So nature, that is. Oh, right, I get proficiency in that. Uh, 
13. I'm trying to figure out if this is just a female in the area, or if this was magic. <laughs> you're pretty sure, with the magic check there and mind control, you're pretty sure it isn't just him. Okay, I'm like, is this a charm effect, or is this... <laughs> there was a nice... Exactly. Yeah. going around. All right, we'll be back in just a bit. Good. Thank you for joining us once again. We are back uh, with the charity live stream that we're doing, uh, the 24-hour extra live game. We are currently sitting at, I believe, 250-ish dollars is what has been donated. It's too small. It's too small for me to read on the screen. Um, but we are sitting above our $200 mark for donations. So thank you guys very much that who uh, everybody who has donated. Um, we do have all sorts of fun perks available if you want to donate. They are still there. Uh, so you can come mess with the players, help them out, buff me as DM. That would be wonderful. Um, PPK. I want to be buffed. Yes, I'll be buffed. Um, Bob, I can name at least three people that will be very upset. If Magnus dies. <laughs> I know, and I'm afraid. So, any other information, including that about Magnus Orion, can be found on our website. There is an uh, episode, uh, the Emerald Spire uh, section of the Homebrew Review. You can check out those episodes there. There's also an A Long Rest episode, which is one of our other shows. Pretty much an exclusive interview about Magnus and the craziness that he got up to. That was the first one. The very first one, yep. Alright, so we will go ahead and get started back up here. Uh, where we left off, uh, you guys are investigating the, uh, the, the, the Corbin. The Magitech Robin Cabin. Come on, come on, Empire. Yeah. Uh, you uh, found the Magitech item, and you all know that Magitech is a banned source, uh, or is a banned uh, thing, and, uh, and most people that take up with it are either exiled or uh, killed, depending on how dangerous that is. Uh, so the fact that this is basically mind control Magitech is definitely on the darker side of what uh, it can be used for. So uh, one other thing I forgot to say before we started that is that is the secret that you guys found out about the Kavan Empire, is that they are running on Magitech. Uh, more specifically, mind control Magitech. As such, you guys get to add one more source point to your list. And with that... One more source point. We're up to nine now. Yep. After I finish my ten minutes of, of uh, absorbing the signal, I'm going to hand it over to the our, our resident documenter to you do his little item contract thing. And as I'm doing it, I'm like, guys, we don't have time to follow through with this. You know, we need to get moving. But at the same time, this needs to we this is the other brought up. Yeah. When we get back you know, after all of this is said and done, when we get back to Port City, I think we need to we need to alert the Mages Guild and the Tinkers Guild that this is going on over here and we'll let them decide how they want to deal with it once all of the aftermath of everything that's been going on has kind of died down. At least I'm guessing that those are the people that we need to go to. That seems kind of... Yeah. Again, I don't know how things work around here. I've been in this world for all of just a couple hours. Yeah, basically. 
All right. Uh, well, you would know um, enough to know that typically somebody, if it's a forbidden thing, you would know that the creators of the two combined ones would probably be the, the people to go to. You also notice as you're handing it over and as it's being put into the page, it starts to resonate with this really odd frequency and little buddy says that it's being tracked they are activating this and they are tracking it and you guys need to get out of here as you hear it's in an item contract and as you're putting it in there it's not yeah. in the paper yet but as it's being handed over and you're putting it in the item contract it has been activated and they are now actively tracking that signal so is it a magic item it, technically, it's Magitech, but yes, it will count as a magic item. In which case, I can't infuse it. <laughs> uh, it so, is 100% actively being tracked right now, and you hear the boot falls start coming in your direction. I'm going to try to bust it in half. Go ahead and give me a strength check. As it's blaring into your head. Can I assist? That is a modified 20. With a 20 is exactly what you needed. So with a 20, you are able to rip apart the main connections with the transmitter and whatever is powering it, severing that line, and there's a bit of feedback. And it bursts from your hands, and they sting, no real damage is done. But um, the signal stops, but the boots are still coming here, guys. All right, book it. All right, you call the Nimbus 2000? Well, no, we're 9,000. We're better than that. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think they used to be the Nimbus over 9,000. Over 9,000? <laughs> yes. Nimbus 9,001. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Chaos Plan. If you would like to join the game and support the podcast, visit our Patreon account at patreon.com slash adventuringguild. And there you can pledge to either become a sponsor or a player or both if you like. So thank you all very, very much for listening, and we hope you join us again next week.